Hello and welcome to the Fiercely Awakening Podcast. My name is Tanya Holcomb, and I'm grateful that you're joining me on a journey to honor your story, reclaim your power, and answer your soul's call for greatness. With conversations on self-love, true nourishment, and natural healing, featuring transformative stories of divine intervention, unshakable faith, and living life untethered, you'll be inspired and motivated to release what no longer serves you, pursue what you truly desire, and trust your path. No, it is no accident that you've arrived here. You seek truth, activation, and empowerment. Your seeking led you to exactly where you need to be. You are Fiercely Awakening. Welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. Today, we are talking about power. Yes, P-O-W-E-R, power. And I'm so excited for this conversation because so many of us have really tainted perceptions of what it means to be in our power. And there, it, there are often limiting beliefs that are holding us back to fully being in our power because of what our inner child thinks about power. Okay, so let, us, let me set this up. So think about how you were raised. Let's go back to that time. And I want you to think about who in your home held the power. Was it your mom? Was it your dad? Or perhaps if you had a different caretaker, maybe it was a grandfather or a grandmother, like who held the power? And what did this power look like? How did they hold it? What you will quickly see is that most of us had homes where power was used in very unhealthy ways, okay? It was used in ways to have power over something or someone. So power over the finances, power over the spending, power over the discipline. This is not power. Okay, this is what many of us are think are power. So therefore, when it when we move into phases of our life of trying to activate and be in our power, we're a little wobbly because our ego is in this battle of like, um, I don't really think I want to be here. I don't really like being in my power. Okay. So this isn't something that we want to use in a destructive way. That is not true power. It's true power is not in punishment. True power is not in discipline. True power is not in uh, threatening. This is not true power. And so another way that this gets tainted is what we see on TV in terms of maybe political figures that we think hold power And then the way they treat people. That's not power. It's not power over. That is not true power. That is fake power. What we are looking to activate is true power. And what this means is being in alignment with yourself. 
This means being in the flow. This is about activating desire and taking daily aligned and inspired action. It's trusting, it's full on trusting that if you desire it, you deserve it. There is this faith that you know that desire is not going to come to you if you don't have what it takes to create it. Power is the ability to honor these desires and make it happen. So a lot of times we're getting drop-ins, we're getting nudges, we're getting, um, you know, inspiration and we sit on it. We avoid it. We don't want to look at it. We don't address it. And we continue to feel more and more out of balance with our power. We get more shaky. We get feeling a little bit more unstable. We get a little bit more cranky. And then from that place, we start to to use power in a destructive way. So it starts to, you know, ripple out to those around us. Now, here's a big thing, okay, is that you give yourself the empowerment. And I can't give you and nobody else can give you what you aren't willing or what you haven't already empowered yourself to have. And truly, if you walk away from one thing from this podcast, I hope it's that message. Nobody can give you what you are not willing to give yourself. Nobody can make you feel safe. Nobody can put your mind at ease. Nobody can give you the satisfaction that you're enough, that you're worthy, that you are love, that you are light, that you're amazing if you're not willing to give yourself this first. This is a sacred code. And any great coach is going to tell you this. They cannot give you what you are not willing to give yourself. You have to give it to yourself first. Okay. So let's look at when we are in power. So these are actually, what I'm going to read to you right now is something that I pulled up in an old journal. So I love, love my journals. I love just picking them up and just, you know, allowing myself to be guided by my intuition. You know, if there's a message in an old journal, that's ready for me because keep in mind, okay, something that's very interesting about my journey. And maybe you can relate to this is a lot of my big ideas take years to fully manifest. So to put this in perspective, Fiercely Empowered Mama, which is my signature course, it came to me two years before I actually launched it. The same with Fiercely Awakening Podcast, the one you're listening to right now. I bought the domain, I think two years before I started podcasting. So a lot of times when I feel divinely guided to pick up these old journals, it's because there's some inspiration. There's a little love note that I left myself that I wasn't ready or it wasn't the right time to take action on. 
But that doesn't mean that that note just goes into the never, never land to, to never be looked at again, right? It's like, when does it need to come back? Do I trust myself enough? And do I trust this process enough that that note will find me when it needs to? Okay, so this, this whole conversation about power actually is from coaching that I did in 2017. And we had a conversation about power and it changed so much for me. And so these notes in here are what I wrote to myself at that time about what I thought it meant to be in power. Now, of course, I wrote this after having the same conversation that I just had with you of like, whoa, I'm afraid of power because of what I think it means to be powerful. But that's not what power is. So if I reframe this, can I be all on board with being in my power? So what does it really mean? So here's what I wrote. Being in my power means that I know I'm safe, that I am loved, that I am beautiful, that I am light, that I am whole. I am accepting the lessons. I trust that the lessons are always what I need and may not be necessarily what I wanted. Being in my power means that I accept the excitement. And this means that I'm working daily to be connected to source and operate from a place of full-on, unshakable faith. I feel most in my power when I am connected to source. And this looks like spending time in meditation daily or time in stillness and working out. Now, what I didn't realize then, but I see now, is what I'm saying is that being in my power, like when I feel in my power, when I'm doing the self-care that helps me feel in my power, it's the balance of feminine and masculine. There is time for stillness and there is time that I really, really want to turn things up and I want to activate, you know, that power surge of what happens when you're working out. And you have those endorphins and you're feeling on the high and it's like all that good stuff. Okay. But here, what I read, there's some potent medicine in there. And this is so interesting because Hillary and I were, were just having a conversation. I was like, oh yeah, like this reminds me of what I had just reread in my journal. And it's this whole thing that so often we hold ourselves victim to the experiences that we have. So for instance, this kid looked like, you know, somebody, let's say somebody hires me and they're like, oh yeah, I worked with a naturopath one time, but you know, it was just expensive and you know, I, I don't really know if she got it right and I didn't really get that much better. Now that's so rare that that happens, but I'm sure that there's people that have worked with me and that may be their perspective of it. Or, you know, yeah, I tried that thing and it didn't really work for me. Or, um, you know, like I hired this somebody to help me and they didn't do anything for me or they're a real jerk. Okay, so there's so many of those experiences that we have in all the ways of life. And what we're forgetting is that everything that we are working through is a lesson. And some of these lessons cost us time, money, pain, discomfort. It's not enjoyable. It's not what we wanted, but it's what we needed. 
in being in my power, holding my power, is being able to say, like, this sucks, but I know I need it. I know this is part of me fine-tuning myself and my offerings and being able to understand and have compassion and be humbled as I continue to serve, as I continue to show up, as I continue to understand my beautiful growing child, as I continue to evolve uh, my relationships, okay? And so how that translates is that being in your power means that you are taking full-on self-radical responsibility. And this is something that we need to see more of. This is what I want to be uh, the law of critical mass, right? That more and more and more and more of us are stepping out of being a victim and stepping into our power by taking full-on responsibility for everything, And it is one of the hardest things to do, especially when life is hard, especially when we get the thrown, the curveballs that are so hard and the curveballs that there's nothing we can do to change it. It is done. It's so much easier when we can change it. It's so much easier when we can, when we can heal it or we can help it or we can do something about it, but there are things that we can't change and that is hard. And are we willing to, be, to have full-on responsibility that we called this in for our growth, for our evolution, for our upgrade. So when we're working with power, we have to understand that our intention, like what we intend, is what pushes us forward. It's what pushes us into our power. And when you feel like you are powerless, it's because you've disconnected from your intention and you've disconnected from your desire. And so you're you're walking again on that super rocky territory because you're not connected to your why. You're not connected to the drop-in that was activating this. And so when we disconnect, we really start to feel disempowered. So I want to take a moment now and talk about power leaks. So we We've identified power, and I hope you take a moment to really think about how you witness power growing up, what this looked like, how you are living or not living in your power, and what power means for you. What does it mean for you when you are in your power? You may not say that meditation is in your power, which I'd be surprised because right when we're when we are in stillness, we are connecting to source energy. But this may look like you may not say it like that. You may say when I'm in prayer. Okay. Yeah. When I'm sitting by a tree and I have my eyes closed and I'm just connected to mama earth. Yeah. Okay. We're saying the same things, but you may say something else that makes you feel in your power. It could be like when you're, you may be an artist and it could be when you're working with your music or it could be when you're, you're painting or you are, Um, writing, like there's so many ways that you can tap into that power. The most important thing is that you identify when you feel most in your power for you. Okay. So now talking about power leaks. So I just like part of this journey that we're on right now is that we need to tighten up these power leaks 
because we may be working on things that are helping us with our power, helping us get into our power, but we could have a whole lot of leakage going on that means that we're not really feeling our power, okay? So one of the first big power leaks is our thoughts. Our thoughts are frequency, and our thoughts create things. What we focus on expands. So on a physical level, thoughts actually create physical and chemical changes in the structure of the DNA molecule, as well as the winding and unwinding of it. Like this is profound. So if we are spending time having constant negative thoughts or poor me thoughts or fear thoughts, like what if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens, right? In the worst case scenario, like if we are constantly scanning scenarios for impending doom, this is a problem. This is a major power leak. So check your thoughts. What is happening upstairs? What is the conversations like? Because if you are spending that much energy in a negative spiral, you will not feel in your power. No, no matter how much you try to, to do the healthy choices, if this is running the show. Now, there are some really basic things that are power leaks. And this could look like spending too much time scrolling on Facebook. I know, uh, you know, having, like, I'm constantly working. It's a constant work in progress to have a balanced relationship with my phone. Because it is so, like, our brains are wired for that stimulation, right? It's like, it's an addiction, you guys. And it is like firing us up to want more. It is the Lay's potato chips or, or no, is it the Pringles? They can't just, you can't just eat just one. Wow. I don't even know. <laughs> Something like that, right? Like it is that. And so it is such a slippery slope because you can be in such a great place with like not looking at your phone. And then you can so quickly fall back into needing to refresh, 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 check, check, check. So this is a major power leak that we are going to constantly have to keep an eye on. And then we have energy vampires. Wow, I just like ditto. Whew. Energy vampires is huge. People who drain you. I know you know what I'm talking about. People who when you have conversations with you, you leave and you feel like you need to have a two-hour nap. So this leads into having leaky boundaries or no boundaries or no standards. Like we don't even have standards, let alone boundaries. Okay, so this is a problem. It's, it's so important that we know what these are for us in our immediate relationships and certainly in our extended ones of where it's impactful. Okay, another huge one is wishy-washy energy. I can spot wishy-washy energy a mile away. Wishy-washy energy is like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Tell me. I'm not sure. Ah! So we really, really, really want to really work in the energy of knowing where we're going, 
what the direction is. And it's not about knowing the step-by-step -step detail because it's not about the how, but it is about knowing who we are, what direction. And we don't have to have all the answers about who we are, right? It's, it's not about that, but it's like there is some conviction here. It's not this just wavering, wishy-washy, not sure. Because when we're in that energy, we're really just allowing the universe to gently, lovingly, mama bearish, like smack us around. And when we are activating our say and we're activating our co-creation power, like this is huge. It snaps us out of this wishy-washy territory and we step out of just getting smacked around. Okay. Uh, being in a state of fight or flight or froze. So yes, having your sympathetic nervous system run the show is a major energy leak because you cannot use your power when you are in a contracted state. Another big one is resistance. Resistance is so huge because whatever you are resisting hard right now is your source of power. So if you have been knowing and feeling that you need to walk every day and you continue to resist it, you are resisting being in your power. If you know that you need to be working on your book every day and you're not doing it, you know you're resisting your power. If you know that you are supposed to be like painting your home right now and you're not, even though it's like calling to you or cleaning out your closet and you're not like you are resisting power. Now, there are so many variables to that, right? Like the big ones, maybe meditation, uh, working out, breath work, you know, um, starting your physical healing journey. Like there's some big ones, but yes, even cleaning your closet. Because when we make promises to ourselves that we're going to do something and we don't do it, it is a major power leak and it destroys our confidence. And when our confidence is destroyed, guess what? We're not magnetizing and when we're not magnetizing things into our life, we're making our life harder. So confidence is so huge. And the best way for us to have confidence is when we say we're going to do something, we do it. And it can be as simple as I, I'm going to take my supplements in the morning. I'm going to go for that morning walk. And this gets to be fluid, right? This is not rigid. It's just the day-to-day -day things. Like you don't have to agree to make the green juice and that means you have to make the green juice forever and ever and ever and ever. So keep promises that are integrity of you being a fluid being. Okay, so what feels good to me now? Like an honor that. So maybe it's more broad in terms of I am going to have 10 minutes of stillness worked into my day. And that may look like 10 minutes of meditation. That may look like 10 minutes of reading, 10 minutes of journaling, it's, but it's built in. Right. So it allows you to have like to, you know, have choice, be intuitive, like where you want to go without thinking that you're working, you know, that you're not keeping your promises to yourself. Uh, trying to convince people that you're right is a major energy leak. And we see a lot of this right now. Trying to convince people that I am right and you are wrong. It's a major energy leak. And we really have to question, like, what is in true alignment here? What actually feels good and is keeping us where we are feeling in our power and not making us feel weakened by it. And obviously, this is a very personal thing. But if you are feeling weakened by trying to convince somebody, then that gives you some intel. 
Uh, living with imbalanced masculine and feminine energies is pretty huge. I did not know that's what I was saying back in that journal entry in 2017, but that's ultimately what I was saying is like, in order to be in your power, you need to have these energies balanced, which means that you are not always in masculine energy. Now, keep in mind, that's how I thought I had to be successful. I grew up as a farmer's daughter. I thought the only way that you succeed of anything is that you have to work hard. And so if I want to succeed big, I have to work really, really, really hard. So this led to me trying to really just prove myself a lot in the corporate world, which meant I would work nonstop weekends, nights, early mornings, super late nights. Like I never stopped. This is not power. In fact, this is destruction. So for me, it's now like, what is a balance for me? That means that I'm doing my self-care big time and I'm creating space to work. But it's not just throw the throttle forward and let's go. It is very much like a flow, a balance. There may be times where I can take on more and there are times where I can take on less. But every single day, I'm working in that balance to some degree. Like some days there may be heavy days, right? but I'm still doing something to honor the feminine energy. Having toxic relationships, including toxic relationship with money. A lot of women don't have any relationship with money and having no relationship with money is toxic. I used to be this person. I used to say, you know what? My husband, he's a CPA, so he can just take the money stuff. Like, that's not my thing. I'm just more of the creative person. <gasps> no, 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 no. Having a beautiful relationship with money means that you are checking in with your money, that you are intimate with your money, that you having conversations with your money, that you are showing up with your money, right? Like, it's you're not dating it. You are in a committed relationship. So we want this to be in a harmonious state. Now I'm going to talk. Oh, here's a big one. Here's a big one before I mean to move into the other ones. But putting people on pedestals. When we put people on pedestals, they will fall. And when we are spending our energy looking up to people and we're stuck in that because we can never be as good as that or they have it so much better than us, like that is a major power leak. Do not put people on pedestals because they will fall off. Now, on a physical plane, here's a big one. Dehydration is a major power leak, especially right now. We are conductive beings, and we need that hydration to be working in harmony to the beautiful frequencies and, uh, and sounds that are available for us in nature, in the cosmos. We have to be hydrated to experience this. Plus, the negative frequencies are going to be extra destructive to us if we are dehydrated. So I'm going to have a whole podcast coming up soon just on hydration right now because it is so, so key that we are hydrated. And the last one, the last one is honoring our pineal gland. Our pineal gland is also, you can think of as our third eye. It's how we connect to higher consciousness and it is under attack. So this is going to be another podcast coming up. It's also going to be, we're going to be spending a lot of time talking about our pineal gland, talking about um, 
why this is so critical as part of Fem Codes. So that's coming up. That's going to be the next program that, that is coming up. So if you are interested in diving into this with me, it will be a very profound experience. But just to put this simply, is that our pineal glands are absolutely, they've been under attack in so many ways. So many ways, from the fluoride in our water to, uh, you know, the exposure of the blue lights. I mean, there are so many ways that our pineal gland is absolutely under attack right now. And so this is a major power leak on the physical plane. So one of the best things that we can do, and there, I'm going to have a lot of tips for what you can do, but just starting to think about is that we need to have our pineal gland be exposed to true darkness at night and then exposed to light in the day. This is some sacred territory that we're talking about. Now, there are many other things that we can do, but I just wanted you to start thinking about that because your sleep patterns and how you are honoring sleep is also a power leap. You know, if you're like, ah, oh, I'm just somebody who likes to stay up super late and I'm only getting like five hours of sleep, like that is a power leak. So I want this to land. We could go on and on and on, but I want this to land where it lands. And I want you to think about you. What are your power leaks right now? What is draining you? And what is the first thing that you're going to look to seal up? And at the same time, I'm curious, who are you in your power? And what does it mean to you to be in your true power? And I wanna expand this discussion. I want to cover the things that are not on this list as part of a conversation inside the private Facebook group, Love Yourself Fiercely. I cannot wait to continue this, this discussion with you. Goodness, I hope you have an amazing day and I will talk to you soon. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in today's episode. If you loved your time with me, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep bringing you the good stuff. And then come say hello by joining me in our private Facebook group, Love Yourself Fiercely. Cheers to you for seeking truth and fiercely.